conversation with Kim. I hope that the podcast finds you well as it is fitting. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your day. I appreciate it very, very much. So, just maybe about a few minutes ago, I was sitting and I was thinking about someone and what came to me was bow now or bow later, but you gonna bow. Now, when that came to me, I sent it to them. Now, me sending it to them, it wasn't personally like something towards me. So, first I think about scripture. And scripture says, every knee shall bow. Every, every knee, every knee. Not some knees, not my knee, your knee. Every knee shall bow. And every, 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 every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now, I think about the surrendering aspect. Because when you bow, you are bowing to, in reference to that particular scripture, his glory, his, his majesty, his um, sacrifice, all that is done, him being the son of God. Now, when we bow in relationship here with him here on earth, we're bowing to the will of God and what God would have happen in our lives and we're not fighting it, right? It's like, you know, should we only take good from God kind of thing, you know? And you say, okay, I surrender to that. I surrender to this, right? In regards to his will being done. Now, of course, we're not bowing to anything cowtailing kind of thing when it comes to individuals and people and stuff like that when it comes to principle, when it comes to morals and values, behaviors, you know, personal space, like nobody is bowing to that. Um, and then I thought about how you have the relationship thing. So, you know, I think about this often that, you know, two queens can't reign in the same kingdom. Like that just don't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, two kings don't reign in the same kingdom. Um, and so, in that, when one approaches another person's kingdom or something, it is one fitting for kings and queens to bow. However, when we say that, it's to the degree of you lead, you're in charge, you know, respectfully, you know, you know, game, recognize game, but we on your field, so, you know, do what you do kind of thing. And that's a sense of bowing you know people perceive bowing as humility and humbled um so I thought about that aspect of it and if you take it even further when you have and you know some people can you know implement submission into it some people can implement um you know you go ahead you know just pardoning 
somebody and bow, you know. So I, I just was thinking about the concept of it. And so if indeed there is no person in any relationship or any, um, like everybody, is, you know, all these Indians and no chiefs kind of thing, or people not playing their position or people not allowing people to play their position or people overstepping their position, however you want to see it, is where the conflict come in because there is no give way, if you will. It's just a lot of tension and it's a lot of I want, I want, I want and in anything, you know what I'm saying? Anything, it has to be mutual and understanding, mutual and walking mutual and who driving the car <laughs> you know what I'm saying like we both can't be driving the car like we just can't so you know you submit to that you know you bow to that in a sense okay you go ahead right and and then something somebody might do but it has it's, it's, it has to be that so if not now then later yeah, that's what I'm saying. In all of those circumstances. And again, you can bow out. You know what I'm saying? You just be like, I'm just, no, I'm bowing out. I don't want to participate. I'm not involved. And you have that. So I was just thinking about that now or later. But you're going to bow. Even if you bow out, you're going to bow. And I think for most of us, you know, some people feel like they have something to prove. And you ask yourself, to whom and to what and for what? And then you have people who make you bow. And and not in in a harsh way, in a uh a cool rain kind of thing. And we in a democracy <laughs> for us. Yes, you know I'm saying, are you kidding me? And it's a lot going on. And so I thought about that, and even in the conditions and stuff, it's just like, you know, what's the answer? Because there is an answer. There's never a problem created where it's not a solution, or a problem presented where it's not a solution. Oftentimes, you know, depending on if you have good counsel or counsel, or you know, you're doing the estimated guess kind of thing you figure it out that's what we're supposed to do and you know I'm sure I'm so sure that we're in the process of figuring a lot of this stuff out and understanding that it is process you know it it does take time I I had a questionnaire today of where you see yourself in six months where you see yourself you know and where you see yourself in this time and you when you sit and you really think and I just heard somebody, you know, too, you know, you just think about, okay, what do you want to see? What do you want to be? What do you want to be doing? Because again, we're living through this. I declare it and decree it in the name of Jesus.
So, the new season, autumn is here. I didn't do my, I think I did. Yeah, we still in September. You know why September, y'all. <laughs> yeah, we still in September. But autumn, so yeah, I think today, is it today or yesterday? One of these, the next, is it now? It's autumn, it's fall. I like to call it, I like to say autumn. I just think it sounds so um, nicer. Um, but people say fall. I don't like falling. I don't like fall. That's me. You know me and words, y'all. But I said, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we all gonna bow. And it's what do you bow to? What do you submit it to? What has you? And again, you know, and I mentioned this a long time ago, people in their concept of what humility is and, you know, concept of confidence and, you know, it, it varies amongst the people. And confidence and humility oftentimes seem to be conflictual because confidence is considered to some people arrogancy and arrogancy is nowhere close to humility and so then it goes to perception how does one perceive someone else in their behavior and their you know and again it's all to be filtered out you know but don't come out in the wash come out in the rinse And that's another thing too, like, <laughs> oh, so information came across my desk and y'all know how I am about, or well, those who are new, I am, it's a difference of something that you've done and something that you do. You know, something that you socially do, participate in regularly or occasionally. There's variances. And there's also patterns. And after a pattern of things, you say, this is something that you do. It's not something that you've done. And the thing that you're doing (laughs) is not a nice thing. And the question becomes, how do you, I, us, because people have patterns, good, bad, and indifferent. How do you change them if, you need, if, if it needs to be changed? And it's, it's a hindrance, a harm, an endangerment to you and the other person for so many reasons. And so most of the time, people say when, you know, you keep doing the same thing, thinking you're going to get different results, it's considered insanity. So you say that this person is not right in the head, like something is not right. So we call those mental issues. And so when you love people, you aim to get them help and attention and aid and all this other stuff. And mental issues are different than like a... um, a substance 
thing. They're both, you know, tragical problems. That's not even the word. But they're both difficult problems that people have to deal with, but they're different in and of itself of the care and treatment and even the acknowledgement of the problem because some people don't even perceive that they have a problem, which is the strangest thing because you like, how do you not see this? But apparently there's a problem because you insane mind and most people that you speak to because again, I'm not saying all groups or masses and everything is correct. I'm not saying that. However, what I am saying is that you factor in, you've done the research, you've talked to people who you know to be sane for the most part and know that this is not either normal behavior or acceptable behavior. Um, it's not okay and already have identified those other elements that I've um, introduced early on, then that's a problem. And what happens is, unfortunately for the most part, People in that state tend to make people who are around them, they try to make them get in that state. Because then they like, no, you ain't see what you saw. <laughs> you ain't hear what you heard. No, you ain't read what you read. Like, what? <laughs> so then you think, okay, well, it's not a manipul- It's not a, a mental problem. It's a manipulative problem. And it's not nice. And for those that are new, I don't like not nice things. And so I'm sitting here like, oh. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. And again, when it's not your particular situation, your onlooker, your viewer, you know, you really don't have. Um, you can't have a level of leverage like I think some water, some plant, you know, you ought to be there. And that's the thing. I'm I'm growing because we're older now. So when we talk and we have the people have real stuff going on. And it's about helping them and helping me, helping us, even while we had this conversation to get through it and be better when we come in, come off on the other side and not to dwell in it and not to allow it to attach itself to us. I have a podcast on that. Because there are wolves. I'm going to keep saying, I'm going to start saying there are wolves in the world. And wolves in sheep clothing. And that's for real. And no matter how you want to put makeup on it or put a dress on it or put pants on it or whatever you want to do with it, it's still what it is. And no, that's real truth and that's facts. And, and for some reason, you know, because people have been taught us in different ways in a sense of what is and what's not and then we got all these desires and all this other stuff that untold us something different and then something icky done showed up and then you mm-mm, it's a mess and I just figured you know I just saw um, 
Cat Williams, y'all know I love him. I love him. Give him a plug because I love him. I love him. And I just saw him and he was, um, he's on, um, 97, Hot 97. He's doing a, um, an interview with them and he's on tour now. And, um, he's going to be in the Barclays Center and he's going to, um, Well, I was gonna say he's he's gonna be in a Barclays Center, and he was talking about um, how his age and where he is, and how you know coming through the pandemic, like you can't be nobody but you after all of this. Like it is what it is. And again, having seen and we look and see the world in the state that is in as beautiful you know I love that song what a wonderful world it's a wonderful world wonderful world but it would be so much better so much better if indeed we was able to figure out what's wrong with us i.e. me whatever you whoever because there's some things that are wrong and work on those things and love and work on those things, you know, practical, you know, and, you know, line up with people that help you work on those things. You help them work on their things. That's how we get through it together. Not though, you know, not that, oh, well, mm, sorry that happened to you. <laughs> like, what? And I've said this and I keep saying it. The you devalue life. How you gonna look at somebody that you have said ill, that you said that you love, that you care about, that you have copulated with, have procreated with, have done all this stuff and be so harsh and heinous to them? It doesn't matter the gender. I'm talking about the relationship in and of itself. It doesn't matter how do you do that with a straight face and sleep well at night like how do you do that that is the strangest bizarrest frightening thing That is a woof. And I'll say, you know, I'm just thinking the lion and the lamb <laughs> lay down together. Hallelujah. Lion and the lamb, not the woof and the lamb. The king of Judah. I heard somebody once, one guy in um, one of my classes, um, we were in class and he was, we was in theology class and we was, uh, one of them, and we were sitting there and he was like, well, if God don't exist, I'm going to act like he does. And we just looked, and that was years ago and I remember he said that. And, you know, I know it's just so, it's so much literature out here and, you know, things that we can read and then we can find anything. We can Google 
um, anything in the minute, in the breeze, and find out any information or find somebody's take on something and find a video and an image and all that stuff to match it. So when I sit and I think about what information I have, you know, I share it because that's the information I have. And I always welcome you. If you have any information, any questions, any feedback, anything, always feel free. Email me at A-C-W-K-I-M um, at Outlook.com. A-C-W-K-I-M at Outlook.com. Yeah, but that's what I thought. I said, you gonna bow. You gonna bow now, or you gonna bow later? But you gonna bow. I'm gonna bow. Hallelujah. I bow. I bow before the king. God bless y'all. He matching my face. <laughs>